What do we got? <clears throat> Levi said the first snaps of game number one are kind of nerve-wracking for him, and then things kind of tend to settle down. How about, how about for you as a coach when you're out there for the first time this year? Yeah, I don't know. It's not necessarily the first time. I think the games are much harder on the coaches and players. I mean, we all know that. Why it's, is that? Because you get hit once, and it's, it's the best thing that happens to you. You <laughs> calm down, it's time to play. I think the players settle down real fast. You know, I think there's some pretty good jitters before the game, but, you yeah. know, within a first series or so, I think guys settle down and, and uh, you know, their energy, their anxiety level goes down. Now, that doesn't mean it's all, it's all clean and pretty, but I do think that they calm down rather, rather quickly. What's your state of mind like on a Friday night before the opener? Oh, I'm usually good. I mean, yeah. uh, all, all mine are the same. You know, it's just what can I do to help this team and, I think all coaches are thinking that, you know, this is their time to go out and have fun and cut it loose. And so how do, how do we help that process? What has Asa Turner done in camp to work his way into the, the two deeps? Yeah, he, you know, I think all those guys have done a really nice job of picking up the system first and foremost. And they'll continue to, to get that ingrained in, in their DNA so they can just play faster. But he's, a, you know, a really good athlete, um, tall and rangy. And... Um, you know, he's one of those guys who was not here early. And so, um, and there's not, a, there's not a ton of learning going on in the summer even. It's just really school and a little bit of lifting and running. And so for him to come in 20-some days and really get this in, into, assist, uh, you know, into his bloodstream is good. And it's only going to continue to improve. At what point did you kind of feel like Cam Williams could potentially be a starter as a freshman in that secondary? Well, you know, I don't, I don't know about that um, when that time comes. We felt good about it from the very start. Mm -hmm. And really, it wasn't necessarily um, on defense, in my opinion, where I said, this guy's going to get some things figured out. It's, it's his attention to detail on special teams that, we, that really kind of grabbed my attention mm -hmm. because – that's a that's a hard thing for a new guy. They got so much on their plate. They came here to play offense or defense, and now we're throwing the special team thing. So it takes them a while to figure out the importance that we put on it. And he got that right away. So I kind of knew this guy's going to be dialed in rather quickly. What do you remember from the, the last time Eastern came here? Mm. That was your, your second. <laughs> here game we here. go. Three minutes till we go completely negative. Um, <laughs> you won <okay>. the game. <laughs> you did win the game. Does it matter how you win the game? According to you guys, yes. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You scored 59 points, for God's sakes. What's there to whine about? Yeah, exactly. What I remember is that shootout. I think it was 21 nothing in the first quarter. We were up. The next thing you know, I think it was in the third quarter early on. We're behind like 33 to 34, something like that. Then two minutes in the third quarter, we're down 40-something to 40-something. That we had to kill the clock. So I just remember that we had some – you know, really good players on defense. And, you know, what they did was, was spectacular. I mean, they made plays. You know, some of the stuff was self-inflicted wounds by our part, but a lot of it was like they made plays. And I just think about, I, I just think that's how mm -hmm. Eastern is. That's, that's how they've been, you know. And you watch them last year, it's the same kind of, kind of wide-open system, certainly different than it was five, six years ago, but it's improved. You know, it's kind of modern football, and they do a great job creating conflict on defense. You know, they're, they're really smart. I mean, there's, it's triple option football. You know, they're going to hand it, throw it, run it. It's all those things, just about every play. I think you mentioned Monday that this is not ideal for an opener. Yeah. If, uh, 
What is an ideal opener that, that's in a, your mind? Maybe it's another scrimmage <laughs> with ourselves. I don't know. I just think this is a. Re- I think this is a really good program. I really do, and uh, I know the problems that they can they can cause. And um, I think their schemes are good, and you know those guys do a great job of playing fast and free. You can feel that. You can see that. And um, you know, I just I think the the history of their program. You know, the standards that they have over there are mm. really impressive. <clears throat> what is the you know the added element of it being an in-state rivalry where a lot of these players know each other and play against each other and those guys have kind of like a chip on their shoulder to to show y'all up? That... There is no doubt about that. I mean, there's no question about that. I mean, they're, they're, that's the other factor. I mean, we know most of all those guys over there because we looked, you know, we know them. We watched them play in high school. They are good players, and I think that's why you know Eastern's always done so well. We know the players they're getting. You know, it's a lot of the guys. And then there is a chip on their shoulder. There's no question about it to come over here and play us. And so we realize all those things. And every team's got their own motivations. It's just we just got to make sure that we have our game in line. After opening up on the road the past two seasons and far pretty much across the country both those times, has it changed the week one preparation um, just being able to stay at home, especially maybe for those guys playing their first games? Yeah, not, not so much. The, um, you know, you kind of line that out in advance, and so if you have to leave a day early or something, you just adjust your schedule, you know, within the month. So it doesn't really change. What does change is being at home. And, you know, I, I mean, I can't – it's such an awesome place, right? I mean, I, ho- I hope every Husky fan is, is feeling this 12 o'clock game. You know, students aren't here yet, so we, we need every Husky available to, to come, come help this thing out. I think it's going to be interesting and exciting to watch all these new faces. And so, yes, I am calling all Huskies. Let's show up to, on Saturday at 12. How do you convince the students though, that aren't even here yet on campus to make a trip here a couple weeks before school starts? Yeah, I think that's a hard convince. You know, I mean, sometimes they just don't have the means to get here. Yeah. They're going to be able to. So that's why I'm saying, you know, all the fans, you know, if you're kind of a Husky fan, come show up and see this. Tell, you, you got you to carry the flag till the students get here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but it's going to be it's going to be a beautiful day. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com did things change at all as far as the atmosphere at quarterback this week with Hayner not being there that's a hard question for me to answer you know um I I think we got settled into game week Mm -hmm. I think it was very good I think we had a positive week uh not only at the quarterback position but but at all positions and you know I think everybody's the same everybody just really wants to go play and it seemed really good. What was Jacob Sermon's week like all of a sudden kind of getting bumped up to? I think really good in his yeah. opinion, you know, <laughs> a lot more reps. And, and uh, you know, that's why he came here. And so he's getting more reps and more dialed in, and he understands the situation. And so that's, you know, it's a positive for, for him. Chris, I know it went a little under the radar, but Blake Gregory is back on the team. Yeah. We'll talk a little bit about that. You know, we just, again, you need more arms out there. I mean, just all the balls, whether, whether a guy goes and helps throw balls to the defense, you know, those type of things, and split some of the scout team reps because Dylan needs to be more involved a little bit with the offense. And so, you know, it's nice having him around. We know what type of, you know, kid he is, great person, and, you know, has helped out the last 
handful of years, you know, upstairs and in, in recruiting and as an intern and all those things. So it was kind of a natural, natural fit. Was there uh, any thought when Colson and Jacob had entered the portal to, to talk to him about maybe coming back then? No, not necessarily. You know, we thought about, do we need another arm? But you look at it, we really don't. But things can change rapidly, and they changed rapidly, so we didn't need another arm. I know you mentioned this a little bit on Monday, but the idea that the eligibility things are kind of up in the air now with the NCAA and the quarterbacks and yeah. everything else, does it really change and alter your philosophy specifically with quarterbacks when you look at recruiting down the road now? I, like I said before, I mean, I, I think that, you know, it's kind of gone back and forth in the NCAA. It looked like there was – Guys transfer and getting eligible right away, and now it looks like it's kind of slid back to where it was before. If there's like an extreme hardship, everybody gets that. Um, so, but I think that's that's good. It kind of calms the waters. Like at least you know what's going on there a little bit. Um, but in terms of you know, this isn't back in the day when Damon Heward and company were here, right? I mean, they just stayed and. A long time ago. That is a long time ago, right? <laughs> I mean, they had unbelievable quarterbacks here for. You know, the next guy up, next guy up. And that's just not college football right now. And so, yeah, you got to look at it and figure out how do you, you know, how do you build depth at all positions. And the quarterback one's finicky, as we all know. That's the most finicky. So you feel like it's starting to kind of get back to regular service as opposed to the slippery slope that maybe the coaches. I hope. I mean, I, you guys might know as well as I do. I mean, you know, I think that's what, that's what we heard. That's what was sent out. And so hopefully, you know, that's. That's what it is. Did you did you go uh, talk to Blake or did he come to you and say let's do this? No, no, we we, we kind of we knew that we needed another arm just mm -hmm. for practice, and so we talked about a couple guys. And we're like, Blake's right here. Let's, let's yeah. go get him. For the hype surrounding Easton, I think we've talked about that before, and you've talked about maybe a little bit, kind of bring it down a little bit. What do you think about just him making his debut and the hype surrounding him now and yeah, all that? Um, I'm excited for him to go play. Is what I really am. And um, I think he's a really good player that's going to do some, some awesome things. Um, I think expectations, you know, I, I never know how to, I know how to handle with our team. I never know how to handle with you guys because, you know, they, they can really be detrimental when things get out of whack. And um, I think things have gotten out of whack with him. You know, he's going to be a really great player, but he's a college player mm -hmm. that is going to be a really good player that's, developing and figuring things out. And I think we need to keep that in, in perspective. How do you know the expectations are out of because whack? Because I listen to you every time you come here and your questions are always about him. That's not true. That's a gross exaggeration. <laughs> not gross, maybe slight. <laughs> what do you think he, he does best as a passer? What you just, what you I, think Pat, I think throw the ball. You know, he can stand in there and the ball comes out quickly and he can see things different than most. Um, I think that's what that's what looks different than a lot of quarterbacks that um, you know we've been around. Um, I think that's what you know is different about him. And now we just got to get you know he's played one year of college football. I mean, mm -hmm. really, you know, and then he's had a long break. And that's that expect like it's going to take some time. There's going to be mistakes made that you mm -hmm. just have to go through and get back into the rhythm of this. It's not practice. And games are different, and that'll take, that'll take a minute. You're an ex-quarterback. If you hadn't started a football game in two years, would you expect to have a little rust in that, in that first game back? I mean, he's prepared and ready to yeah. go. It's just like 
there's no such thing as perfection in this thing. And I just feel the expectations, you know, they change. I mean, they changed with Jake Browning, mm -hmm. which was completely unfair. I mean, what, what are we talking about? He's winning Pac-12 championships. We're doing what we need to do. You know, it's a team game. And, and uh, you know, so I just know that gets out of whack at the quarterback position and it can, and it can go quickly. And then people can sour quickly. And that's why we just try to help these kids the best we can. It's a process and it'll be a, you know, a good process, but it's, there's some toughness that you got to work through. It seems like a, a pretty even keel guy. Do, do you think he has the right, the right attitude, the right mentality about all that stuff? I do, you know, but I go back to Jake Browning, you know, that was about as even keel, as tough as you can get. Um, you know, he's a guy that was not on social media or anything like that. And, you know, we, we have these tremendous standards that these kids have themselves that we, that we have as coaches as well. So they feel all that. And then they also feel, you just feel it, you know, when it's right and when it's not right. And that's the thing we try to insulate them because that's not reality. Those expectations that are going all, all different directions. Reality is there's some good, there's some bad, you know, at the end of the day, we, we look back and as long as we're improving and, being a great team member and, you know, getting close to maybe the potential that the man above gave us, that's what this thing's all about.